It's the Battle of the Lukes, and Hannah's making sure to get the full story because no taxation without representation. Guys, it's the Bachelorette After Show, so grab your Halo Top, bitches. It's going to be a bumpy ride. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bachelorette After Show here on After Buzz TV. I hope I don't get in trouble with my producers for dropping that cuss right at the top. Yeah. Um, if you guys are tuned into our video right now, you probably are recognizing that we're not actually live. Uh, candidly, we're having some tech issues here at After Buzz TV, which does happen, but we're doing everything we can to get on the air because we know that you're just as thirsty for our Bachelorette coverage as we are to give it to you. So we thank you for your patience, guys. Unfortunately, because of the circumstances, we will not have a live chat tonight, which we're bummed about because it's one of our favorite parts about the show, too. But it's okay. It's just for this week. And again, we're getting this footage up as quickly as we can because we have to talk about tonight's episode. That episode is, of course, season 15, episode four. And the we that I'm talking about starts with me. Guys, my name is Jeff Graham. And I have the always on the top of the news, Christine Bean. Hey, guys. It's Christine Alexis here. <laughs> Thank you. I would say the always opinionated Mike Feeling. That's accurate. What's up, guys? What's up? <laughs> and uh, the always suspicious Renee Ariel. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Paranoid um, is my middle name. Absolutely. <laughs> and the full of energy job. And the full yeah. of energy me. Um, energy. So guys, as I mentioned, we're covering season 15, episode 4. Of course, this is Hannah Beast's season. And we're not going to be only going over the episode. We also have some news for you. And um, we'll make some predictions for next episode as well. Awesome. So uh, before we get into our coverage, I want to hear what everyone's overall thoughts on the episode were. Christine Bean, let's start with you. I want to hear what you thought. Oh, this one was a tough one to get through. I'm going to give it like a solid B. Mm -hmm. Like, not more than that in terms of if we're grading it. Not a lot of action, per se. Um, Again, with the misleading promos. Thank you. Not thank you, ABC. Come on. Um, But overall, kind of episode. Right in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. I had fun with the episode for the storylines that they were kind of advancing. I was like, okay, this is some interesting drama. But as far as getting to know a lot of the guys or really advancing the kind of quest of Hannah, not much happened. Good point. <laughs> I liked the episode. Uh, just many people bothered me, including <laughs> Hannah. And we'll definitely get to that. But I think that's why it was like a bit to get through for myself, just because I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And that's hard when the, the lead is is acting in the opposite way you want her to. Mm. And you keep screaming at the TV and she doesn't listen it's to like you. It's like she can't it's hear me. It's very frustrating. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I did think it was an interesting episode, though. And I know we're going to have a lot of thoughts on Luke P. But however we feel about him, I do find him to be a very interesting villain. I don't know if we've really seen a villain with this kind of... I don't know, earnestness about how much he likes the lead. Despite behavior that we probably all agree has problematic tendencies, I do think he really does like Hannah a lot. Mm, I, I don't buy it. No? No. I, I don't think that he's really in love with her, no. No? Mm-mm. You don't I think he's starting coming. to fall, though? <laughs> <laughs> that was two episodes ago. He already beat us to that. Yeah. Um, I think it's just... I think she's a conquest for him. Mm. He's a very competitive, high-energy type of guy. I think this is just another game that he needs to win, honestly. And it's it's manifesting itself in infatuation, not love, in my opinion. I agree. I don't think you can fall in love with someone after a few days when you're actually not spending that much time with them to begin with at all. On top of that, he is... Open, he has openly admitted to being a retired F-boy. I think he's incredibly manipulative. I think he's aggressive. I think it says a lot that he can't get along with literally anyone else in the house. I absolutely think Hannah B's a conquest. And I think it shows how manipulative he is that anyone split no, uh, not knowing whether or not he is 
actually like a good guy. Mm-hmm. I think that shows only his manipulativeness rather than his character. Well, he won you over a bit this week, Jeff. We'll get into it. I I don't know if I'm so aggressively anti Luke P as everyone else is. I think I have problems with Luke S. And like for him to be the major mouthpiece that's really leading the uh, pitchfork parade, I think is a bit of a problem. I don't know. Let's save the Luke P conversation because it's going to be a big one when we get there. Um, and let's go ahead and start with this uh, first one-on-one, which was Jed. Kind of how we expected this to play out. Just to catch you guys up quickly, of the guys did move, in fact, to Rhode Island. Also, <laughs> Jed was in Boston, as was yeah. Hannah. Which there's, I will say, on one level, the season's really well edited, but there's been a couple of moments where it's like, unfortunately, three of the guys died, but we're moving on. And <laughs> right, now we're right, yeah. They'll make these jump cuts that were just like, why are we at NASA right now? Like, it just makes yeah. no sense. But... Um, so the guys are in Rhode Island, but Jed and Hannah are in Boston for some reason. <laughs> and what do we think of their one-on-one? Uh, Mike, let's start with you. What do you think? I mean, I'm an East Coast person. I love the East Coast love. That's fantastic. And Jed is, I'm no mistake about it, is one of my front runners. I thought the date went fantastic. Just like you said, just I expected. Very romantic. All the good moves. He gets the rose. Nothing crazy and out of the ordinary for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Renee, what'd you think? Oh, sorry, Christine. Oh, oh, go for it, Renee. <laughs> no, I really liked their date. Let me say, because I know before we came in here, I was like, I don't know about Jed. I will get to why. As for the date itself, there's something so special about hanging around someone when it feels easy. Mm-hmm. Because in the dating world, that's very hard to come across, finding that connection where it's just like, oh, wow, I can just say whatever. I mean, she was making jokes. She was being quirky. And when someone allows you to bring that part of yourself out, very comfortable so I do see him going far I also really enjoy that he was open on the date about the fact that he came in here for the wrong reasons because obviously and we see it all the time and we know it but they never admit to it so that was new and I appreciate his honesty the only thing that turns me off about Jed is the fact that he posts about 20 stories a day all I saw this one he was in his car literally all like so many like the little uh, separations for each story were too many just selfies in the car that's what bugs me about him because I don't I don't like that mm-hmm. why why she I didn't have care. Hannah does not have access to this information though exactly. so it's out of her choice so for right. what we see on the show I like him <laughs> so far for what I've seen on Instagram, not a fan. Not a fan. I don't know how I feel about him revealing the whole, I was coming in to promote my music, but now I've fallen in love. I thought that was really risky. I think it could have gone either way. Yeah. She could have really thought that it was kind of phony then. Well, if you were completely coming in for your music and not for me, and now all of a sudden, it's the kind of same thing as Luke. You can't fall that hard that he fast. He say so love. Now- no, he didn't, but he did say, I'm just saying, I could have seen that playing out the wrong way. It was a risky move. It was risky, but I think it paid off, and yeah. I honestly do appreciate the timing of it, because A, it's his one-on-one, that's your opportunity to bury your soul and give your story, and I thought he tackled something head-on that a lot of us viewers were thinking and have been debating about. Is he just trying to further his platform? And I like that he was very direct. He used the right words and really brought it home in the end. I think he, I think Hannah felt he was sincere, and I felt that he was sincere, mm-hmm. that he really does care for her. Um, I, I love seeing him open up a bit. I said this off-screen in our watch-along. Bummed we couldn't stream that, but I that date was perfect. Like, have we seen Hannah get that silly lately? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean... She just was so natural with him, like you said. And I think it's really telling when you can just do nothing with someone else. Remember Ari's season when him and Lauren B. were walking around and it was crickets? Like, it was quiet. They couldn't even comment on things that were going around them. It was straight 
crickets. And then meanwhile, those two are twerking in the street. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that mm-hmm. is the kind of connection that I would die for with a guy. It Same. seemed It seemed not like they were on a competition show and yeah. just like we were seeing an actual couple being filmed. There's totally. a lot of chemistry. There's a lot of chemistry between the two of them. Not only physically, but also just... You know, finding your life partner means being able to have a conversation with them that, like you said, feels natural. And, like, you know, you're finding someone who's your long game person romantically, but also when you're walking around a city commenting on the architecture, you know? 100%. You spend a lot of time with someone sitting around, and, like, they do a good job of sitting around together, maybe more than any other couple. So far that we've seen, I yeah. totally agree. And going back to kind of his realness with it, with uh, opening up about the real reason he came on the show, I, I could only see someone admit that if they did start getting feelings, because otherwise, what does that do for them? Sure, you know what I yeah. mean. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, oh, he <clears throat> does have feelings for her. And when there's that undeniable chemistry, like you can't fake that. You can't fake hours of time that you spend with someone walking around and like act like you're both having a great time. You anyone would see through that, but their chemistry is so clear, and I like them together. Yep. Do you guys think uh, Celtics Jalen Brown is a good relationship <laughs> advice giver? I would love to know what that brand deal was, right? Because the Celtics had to get in there, and then whoever sold that had to go to the team and say, one of you is going to talk to Hannah for about five minutes on camera and give relationship advice. Which one of you wants to get made fun of by your teammates (laughs) for the next ten weeks straight? This has to be what happened. To his credit, though, he did a pretty good job. Sure. We, as Americans, we ask so much of athletes. We ask them to be incredibly well-spoken. We ask them... We have such a double standard with athletes where... You know, with musicians, if they're good at their job, we're fine with it. But we need athletes to speak perfectly and do this. And I don't know. I've always felt that way with sports. Um, and I actually thought Jalen Brown was, like, pretty good on camera. You know, it's, it's not easy to do what he did. And I thought, good for you, Jalen Brown. Good. I would take relationship advice from you. Um, anything else huge here? I do want to... I think that's pretty much Jed's date, right? Do you guys feel like there's anything else we need to comment on? No, no he's great. But before we jump into the next topic, I want to use this time to just say thank you to guys, to you guys watching us and tuning into our show every week here at AfterBuzz TV. We wouldn't be who we are without you. Our viewership from you, your support, your likes, subscribing to us on iTunes, all of that helps uh, bring traffic into our studio. And we mm-hmm. just love making content for you guys. So thank you so much for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. And be sure to like this video comment and to join us next week when we actually do go live. So Yes. And I've been checking our iTunes reviews to look for those five stars and I'm seeing some, but we will read them on air if you continue to give them. So uh, let us know what you guys think about the show. Use iTunes as a platform to do that and let's see those five stars. Uh, okay. I want to shout out one quick moment, which was when the group date was read by John Paul Jones, and he said his own name, John Paul Jones, <laughs> yeah, and everyone laughed at John Paul Jones, including Grant. And um, I just, I'm Grant's here for John Paul a little Paul dark Jones. horse, huh? Grant, Grant, I don't think has any real feature on the show, but he okay. is like a paradise hopeful for me. Like I think Grant's got a good sense of humor. Grant is living it up right now. Yeah. I I feel like Grant has dealt with it himself that he's not going to win this. And he's just having a ton of fun on the show. Mm-hmm. He's like sitting back. He doesn't really say anything. There's no one-on-ones with Hannah. There's no little interviews, really. He's just kind of chilling, drinking, 
enjoying time, rugby time. Yeah. Well, I feel like they cut out all the time that they spend one-on-one together, because we hear that all the time, where it's like, well, we did a lot more than it shows mm. on the show, so I'm sure he has moments with Hannah, we just don't see them. Well, we I, did see... Uh, go ahead, Christine. I, I honestly just don't think he's right for this franchise. Right. Like, I know you think it's like 100%. comedic relief, but I don't even want to see him on Paradise. I kind of just want him to go away. Me too. <laughs> honestly. I Sorry. agree. The I one just, really interesting grand good moment... one-liners. He's, uh, he's got some good one-liners and some good faces, but the one interesting grand moment was when he was hanging out with Hannah during the rugby game. Yeah. It was weird. During the conflict, she was when he turned to Grand. They were they had been talking. Yeah, weird. And mm. it just makes me wonder, I, what was the name of the long-haired girl that rode away on the train last season? Do you guys oh, remember her? Um, oh, oh. Han- uh, Heather. 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 I feel like he might be kind of a Heather where it's like, he feels more like a fun cousin than like a c- contestant on the show, but mm-hmm. like... She knows that sausage party Grant, who's in his mid-30s, isn't really, like, her long game deal, so she can ask WTF is happening with the other guys. Speaking of, let's talk about this rugby date. Um, first of all, how Bachelorette was this? Where it's, like, the first thing we hear is, like, be as violent as you can, and the aggressive tendencies you have, let's amp them up when they, like, lean into that. We have the audience screaming, kill him, kill him. <laughs> ABC tries to wipe their hands clean of violence, but they so want someone to go to the hospital during these things. Yeah. And they got it. It yeah. makes for a good montage. The for same sure. exact montage that we get every year, misleading us to think something crazy happened, when in reality it's like someone falling off a bunk bed on their face, looking at you, David. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry. Chicken man. Chicken man. Well, John Paul Jones said, woo, let's go, man, shaka bra, which I have no idea what that means, but it was a nice... Uh, <laughs> we got Neither some, did the subtitles. Scr- <laughs> yeah. Some scrum down moments. Again, a lot of non-con text for some of these moments, but we just have to get into the real meat of this moment, right? Which was when something happened. We saw it in the corner of the screen. We did rewind it a couple times, but what we know is that Luke P picked Luke S up and body slammed him. Mm -hmm. What happened here? We laughed a lot. (laughs) It was a little (laughs) funny to play it back because I think ABC might have added some sound effects. If you watch it back, it's... <laughs> where it happens. But what is happening here? To your well, to your point, Jeff, the editing has been so weird because they did leave out a key part of the the fight here. A was shot at a weird angle, and apparently there was a scuffle that happened just before it. So that was a little confusing to piece together, but Lucas and Luke P were just butting heads and like you said, you body slammed him. Yeah. I don't know. Can you really make sense of what happened to I, I found it odd that there wasn't a better camera angle on it. Because it's like when she starts making out with some guy, there's ten camera angles on it. They can zoom around in like Matrix style. But this, we just have tiny in the corner of the body slam. I don't know. That whoever was on camera crew that day probably got so in trouble. I know. Like, you missed this? Yeah. They search hard for that footage. But it's... The Luke's going at it with each other, and each one has opposing stories, but it seems like the rest of the guys are on Luke S.'s side. It does seem that way. Well, they all have the same story aside from Luke P., and other people saw it. And Luke dug his grave early on by Luke P., that is, saying, I don't remember what happened. And then all of a sudden is like, no, actually, I only hit him with this part of my knee. And he was cussing at me. Real (laughs) specific. I don't remember what happened, but here's everything that happened. (laughs) In by so many words. Yeah. When I was watching it back, it did look like there is a world in which Luke S. could have been coming for him. Like, Luke P. was standing and Luke S. was coming. I don't know what was said. 
Yeah, Jeff, there is a world. It's not this one. So what did you, what did you <laughs> see? So Luke S. was definitely running in that direction. Yeah. If he was going to run up and confront him, like, hey, why'd you do that to me? Whatever, blah, 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 and have some words or something. I don't think he was going to go assault him or anything like that. So it's either that or he literally was running back onto the field to go back into the game. Yeah. One of the two things happened. It doesn't matter because Luke P. assaulted him right off the bat. What I'll say about this situation, and I'm actually going to save Tyler C's day just so we can unpack all of this. I think that this situation brought out the worst in everyone. I don't feel like anyone looked better because of it, and mm. I can't think of anyone. Grant, yeah, <laughs> stayed out of it. I, <laughs> I think Garrett handled Maybe himself Garrett. so well. I thought it was the most sweet thing at at the end when he was like. Luke, you have 14 friends in this house, and uh, you hurt one of them, and I don't want this to happen again. I love him. Because he's, like, not involved. He's not trying to be a dick. He's just like, please please don't hurt my friends. He's so cute. Yeah, I think maybe Garrett is the only person who, like, is a net positive here. (laughs) But everyone else, like, I think that this brought out the worst in Mike J. This definitely brought out the worst in Luke S., who, whatever happened to him, he... I know he's a political consultant, and after his behavior and words, I'm not shocked to learn that he might be someone who's the engine behind a ton of smear campaigns. I, I, I think you guys are way team majority here. There's part of me that feels like Luke P needs a defender, and I don't exactly know why. Hmm. And I'm maybe ready to be that person. Today. You think the story is somewhere in the middle of the two? I kind of do. So much, I, yeah. I think the story. And here's what I'll say: Luke P apologized immediately. And. Luke S. wouldn't accept his apology. And I'm sorry, I'm the kind of person who when I get apologized to, I listen. And I try to let it go. This could have gotten squashed if Luke S. would have just accepted Luke P.'s apology. Do you think Luke S. has seen this as the opportunity to try to force Luke P. out of the house and rally the guys around I it? more think he's a weak guy who's unable to, to take a hit. I think this goes to show, though, again, I think Luke P. is manipulative. Maybe. I think he either couldn't control himself in the moment, which is honestly worse than being manipulative, in my opinion, or he knows exactly what he did, and to look good, he apologized, and the way he handled it after was to playing dumb. He's not that dumb. He does things so... He's so calculated, even the way he went back to Hannah, which I know we'll get to. That's not someone that's just stupid. Like, he knows what he's doing, and the way he plays dumb with the guys is so obvious to me the fact he was like i don't remember oh uh, uh yeah but then i thought in my memories you thought in your like what luke p like i don't i don't know that dude's manipulative i don't like him at all i don't i kind of don't agree with you i think luke p isn't calculated i think he's completely reckless i think he is volatile but i think he's someone who needs to learn he's obviously has a lot of growing to do as a person mm-hmm. but i think he's an impulsive like hannah said passionate person And I think he recognized that he made a mistake. And I think when he was recounting the story, he was doing his best to tell the truth. But why change the story, then, if you really did something wrong? He changed it. What was was said versus what was landed on? Um, That essentially he, like, kneed the guy in the face and then body slammed him. But then Luke's story was that he was coming at him to punch him and then he oh he like maybe hit my leg and he was cussing at me he played victim that's manipulative when everyone else saw something else go down and your story is that you're the victim because look at this Luke but is the always the victim though? I'm so confused what was the original I don't, story yeah, I don't know that his story changed over yes time. it did From, well, what was different the guy said his story changed but I think they were putting things in his mouth no it changed because he first said I don't even I don't remember what happened like we just and then he was like oh, oh that oh, then between you, him saying I don't know 
but okay. then he did. He, I mean, the not changes, and he said one thing or the other. Yeah. He said he. Oh, I remember just like something happened. I don't know. Like it wasn't a big deal. To then, oh, I was the victim in this. Like there was a scru- little scruffle, and then uh, he was coming at me and gonna punch me. Luke P always plays victim on this show. You should really pay attention mm. to the people who play victim because that's what gets into your heart. You're like, oh, you right now. I kind of feel like Luke P needs someone on his side. He's manipulative. To Hannah, he's like, oh, well, I don't know, maybe I'll leave the house. He's always the victim. It's always about him. And those people in your life that are like that are toxic. Luke is a toxic person. I agree He can work on it, but this guy's not a good person right now in this place. Maybe he's better now. Maybe his Instagram caption, we'll get to, was genuine. But, like, just pay attention to all of his actions because they may be little, but that all adds up. I agree I agree he's a toxic person, but I don't think he's manipulative. I think he's reckless and kind of irresponsible and immature. I don't... Okay. I don't know that he's manipulative the whole way through. I think the stuff like, well, I was thinking about going home tonight, I think that's extremely manipulative. Yes. Yes. The instance tonight, I can see it being manipulative, but honestly, I can also see it as... He's a dumb jock. Yeah. This guy started running at him, and he's impulsive and stupid, and yeah. he slammed him. So then all of a sudden he went, oh, I'm going to get kicked off the show because I just did a dumb thing. So let me try to backpedal in. A little bit manipulative. I'll say I thought he was coming, and he was going to hit me, and but it was that's self-defense. Manipulating. That, that's literally what you're yeah. describing. It's- yes, but but what we talked about when we were watching this show, I don't think he has some crazy high-level master plan that Not- he's like playing 4D chess with all these guys and knows how no. to manipulate the system into that's winning. Not, that's not what I was saying. He is an incredibly manipulative person. It doesn't mean that moment. everything he does. Well, yeah, I'm right. not saying he has an overall yeah. plan. However, so far, many of his actions have been incredibly manipulative. The fact that he said in front of all the guys we saw, saying, uh, hey, Lucas, I'm going to go up and like tell her like you are here for the right reasons, like, you know, whatever, and act like he's going like to be a good person. not here for the right reasons. <laughs> but then goes upstairs, and, is, and he knows if he words it a little bit differently... There's no way that Lucas can come back from that. Like, oh, uh, he said he wants me to come up here and, like, tell you he uh, is here for the right reasons. But, like, in a way that makes him look good. Right. And in a way that makes Lucas uh, look even worse. I agree with you. Like, but that's the thing. Like, everything that I'm pointing out of uh, single instances, you guys agree he's manipulative. Add it all together, that's an incredibly manipulative <laughs> person. That's what I'm saying. But not <laughs> from, like, the initial hit. If we're just talking about no, this No, I'm talking instance. about from the show starting, he's been incredibly manipulative. He's always playing victim. He's always making it about him. He's a manipulative, toxic I person. I just think you're giving him too much credit. Like, I think like, he's... Don't you have to make it about yourself? Yeah, I mean, like, I think he's someone... Not in the way he does. I think he's someone that really makes impulsive decisions, often the wrong ones, but I think everything he's done has been pretty earnest. Like, I feel like you're giving... You're turning him into, like, a Slytherin when I think he's just not that bright. I think he's kind of a middle school boy who's trying to figure all this out, and he's been... Like, I think when he apologized to Luke S., he really did feel bad. I think he actually thinks he's in love with Hannah. I think a lot of the things that seem crazy to us, in his mind, he believes are true. All I'll say is everyone disagreed with me about Kaylin until I was right. Yeah. I'm usually pretty good at reading people. I'm telling you, like, I've met people like Luke P., as I think a lot of us have. Mm-hmm. And being a girl, like, Christine and I were the ones who were like, yeah, he's definitely, like, an F-boy. We see he's manipulative. But it's the two guys on our panel that don't see it. Because we've met Luke P.'s. You yeah. guys haven't dealt with them in the same way. I mean, you're saying it all, Renee. I'm letting you take like, this one away. Yeah. <laughs> Just... 
But you know what I mean? Like, we both have made, I mean, I'm sure any, okay, girls out there, when you've met F-boys, and he's admittedly, he's admitted to being a retired F-boy, like, I'm try- I keep trying not to say the word, um, <laughs> but y- you know that type, they are manipulative, you think all the F-boys I've met are that smart that I want to give them all the, no, they're manipulative and not the best people, as is Luke P. Not saying he's a genius, I don't think he's a genius, but he's manipulative. He plays victim. I don't think he should be on the show. He manipulates Hannah on a daily basis, and that goes to show you the fact that she still sees something in him. I feel I feel for her because I'm sure we've all been there, but like, damn. So where do you position Luke S in all this? Because I thought he came across looking much weaker. Oh, I think he's a little B. I I don't like like Luke S. I'm not saying that he's a good guy. I'm not like, oh, it's Luke S is right. I just think Luke P is wrong. I think Luke S handles, he's very sensitive, and I think he handles the problems uh, the the wrong way. I think he, I mean, and I pointed this out, like, look at the way he words, um, I'm really still upset with Luke P. He doesn't say, yeah, I don't like that guy. I don't want to be around that guy, which anyone who... I would say is a bit stronger would handle it that way. Like, oh, this isn't a good person. I'm going to stay away from them. But Mm -hmm. he's like, my feelings are still hurt by Luke P. And he, the way he um, handles confrontation, like he's clearly just like, "Uh," you know what I mean? Like a shaking little chihuahua. Uh, But that's what kind of made it a bigger joke with like Luke P saying he came at him because that's clearly not Luke S. Luke S is very emotional, sensitive, and like trying to be strong, but it's not coming across well on TV. I don't think either of them are the best, but I think Luke P is just genuinely a bad person. I mm. think Luke S just doesn't know how to handle his emotions. I think Luke S could have come back from the situation. Oh, from Luke 100%. P. From Luke P, well, you said when Luke P went upstairs and, like, manipulated her, he was doing it for a way that he, that Luke S couldn't come back from. And I what? think he totally could have. Oh, no. After Luke P put that in her head, that, that Luke S... Um, can they have different names? Jesus. <laughs> this is the most annoying rivalry. There's two P and S. Um, <laughs> no, once... Because Hannah's already established her feelings for Luke P. Luke yeah. S is too new. Yeah. He can't come back from that. I disagree. I think he can. And what he needs to do is have all the guys say... That's not what happened. It's not about that, though. It's about Hannah's not going to like him. She's not coming back from this. They're not going to be da- like happily making out. None of this week. behavior is attractive to a woman. Well, no, like, it's not good. Exactly. But if all the guys got together and said, this is literally what just happened. He just said this, not that. It's cute that you think he's going to come back from this. He's not I don't going think, to. Well, I mean, Jed's going to win, so it doesn't matter. But I don't, I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think he's... I don't think that... She would believe Luke P of all these guys. I don't know why. At the end of the episode, she takes the Lukes aside, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are the producers just not letting her? All the guys just say, hang on. This is not what happened. We're all sitting right here. But you know why they're trying not to fall into the trap again of taking on someone else's battle. Because I think Mike J has already led that charge. And it's like you can comment but so much between before you get you start looking weak and looking like you're fighting an argument that's not yours. Hundred percent. But if they all do it as a group at one time, then I think it diffuses it and gets the point across. Different game move. But she's not and I wanna make this clear, she's not bringing Luke P and Luke S in a room together to see who's being honest. She's bringing them together because Luke Luke P in her head is a front runner, and she's trying to find out if he's a bad guy. Luke S is he's lost. He's I'm a sorry, he's gone. I think he's gone too. He's gone. He's I don't not think he's coming. gonna win. No, but he my point is when I say he's not coming back from this, I don't mean like Luke P will be proved right or wrong. Okay. I mean Luke S is not the way you she, he's made Hannah feel with how he's acted, he's not coming back from yeah. that. They haven't built a strong enough relationship. He's done so. So you think regardless of what happens, 
Luke P is staying. No, I'm saying Luke S is going home. Like he's just so. It's not... either it's either Luke S goes home or they both go home from this little three. No, I grouping. I think <laughs> she's going to keep Luke P around a bit longer, regardless. I don't think she's going to make a. Uh, an, she's going to come to a conclusion next episode with who's going home. Mm. I just genuinely believe that because of the way Luke um, S acted and the fact that she didn't build a strong relationship with him, how he's acted with her about this problem, it's such a turnoff. He's not coming back. You're yeah. not going to be like, let me give him another chance. It's done. Luke so S is done. Should he just have done. not mentioned the incident at all? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. When he goes home. No, no, no! In that, this whole episode, if he, if he could, yeah, if he could rewind the whole thing, but does he just slosh it off when she says anything? Ah, the guy's an idiot. Whatever he did, it. like, no. Tell me about when you were a kid. Yeah, you talking about me? No, I mean like oh. you just continue oh. the conversation, like, like learn about her and just like slosh it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. no, I just, I, I don't know. I think he just could have handled it a little more, like confident and secure in himself. Yeah. Just acknowledge that yeah. it was a shitty thing to do, but that his focus again is on Hannah. Um, and I don't even think, to your point, I think the way he handled it is what sent him home. Because I don't even know that it's the whole, I have a tequila business thing, like, I could be here for the right, the wrong reasons thing. I think it's just the fact that, like, Luke P made him look real weak in that situation. Yeah. Because Jed admitted his, like, whether or not he was there for the right reasons, too. And I think it's funny that they put both of those same conversations. Episode. Same episode. Kind of how they did with Cam and Mike J and their pity story. And the way that Hannah addresses both is so telling of like who she really likes. She went to Luke P for his side of the story first and then very much was like thrown by it. So, I don't know. He might get the best thing out of this whole show anyway. I mean, he probably wasn't going to win and now a bunch of people know he's got a tequila brand. It's true. I mean, is it Casamigos? Good for him. Because I don't know. I don't really care that. Check his social media. It's probably all over it right now. Oh, Maybe I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. because if no, gun, we need that. We need that. Gun to my head, I... I think things are looking bad for Luke P. I think we're only going to see him get worse and worse. Oh, I have yeah. a feeling, sure. my mm-hmm. suspicion is that a lot of the sex shaming we're seeing is probably coming from Luke P as well. That'd um, be crazy. I mean, we haven't hit that episode from the trailer where there, someone's yelling straight at him, right? That looks like in a hotel room. Yeah. I don't think and he's so. He's like, oh, you're not going to mess this up. It's yeah, not looking yeah, good. Yeah, that one. I yeah. just think, I think that... There was a bit of a mob mentality around Luke P that sort of overplayed the drama of the situation. And there's part of me that thinks a lot of these guys feel threatened by him. And even though they think they're being morally upstanding right here, they're subconsciously taking advantage of an opportunity to dethrone the front runner. I think when everyone in the house agrees that someone is a psychopath, the front runner. Regardless, Honestly, I would want him gone too. If I knew no, everyone they're was they're playing rowdy. the game. I mean, I that is the, if you're gonna throw your hail mary now, oh, the time. Yeah. Get like, rid of him. Get yeah. him out. Like, think about Garrett, who mm-hmm. won last season, or Brian. None of them were hated by the house because they. So what if they had the strongest connections? It's not about that. Right. It's about her strongest connections with someone so manipulative and terrible to everyone else in the house. Like, wouldn't that? bother anyone that's not being threatened it's being like are you kidding me this guy is the worst what? Was, the connection with Garrett wasn't as strong as right. with Luke P exactly right I would what? do that if I were Garrett too that's not true at this Bachelor, time of the season I have friends oh, you're talking that about last season that Garrett oh you're talking about Becca's Garrett yeah what oh there's so no, many I'm Garrett. Talking, are you talking about this Garrett I'm talking oh. about Becca's Garrett oh. 
Who yeah, won? Yeah, Becca's scared. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But at episode four, you was think there a connection? That, yeah. But it's the way they edit it. Okay. So I know uh, they have to really behind the scenes um, they have to like really edit the bachelorette more than the bachelor because of how obvious it is who they're gonna pick usually mm. yeah that's what i heard the bachelor is a lot easier to edit because they can keep more in because they really are like oh who i mean think about the first impression rose thing right the girls mm. I, it's very obvious so garrett i think that was nearly the way it was edited okay. but i think people did know i mean what was the cassie and colton cassie wasn't everyone's enemy like people knew she wasn't ready for marriage and that was accurate she but, like, eventually including she, herself she kind of became most every besides Kaylin, right? But that's because of the Kaysha way she didn't did not like her. Like who liked Cassie? She came people back. didn't not like her though. Yeah. People like were the like, final five villain, I guess. The men and women <laughs> always play the game differently. But though. all they said was that she wasn't ready for marriage, and right. they were right. They weren't saying she was a bad person. Right. Whereas Luke is being called out for being a psycho, so it's different. I don't know. I. I would just love to hear what you guys think in the comments. If you're as anti-Luke as Christine and Renee, or... And everyone in America. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am definitely not pro-Luke. I just wanted to, before I I get attacked in the comments, I'm not pro-Luke. You're (laughs) pro-Luke, Jeff? No. I I just think he's not... (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I just think he's a much more interesting and less villainous villain than... I think he's a very unique villain. We haven't seen one like this in the show before. And you guys can disagree, but that's how I feel. Okay, we mentioned Mike J., I he lost points for me this episode. Mm. I did not think he handled that situation in a very upstanding way. And he shows signs of an unhealthy aggression too. To say something like the only threat you've got here is me, that was aggressive and it was it, it was subtextually violent. Right? That, yeah. I think he's been losing points from the first episode. That's definitely fair and yeah, you're you're fighting a fight that isn't yours. I'm yeah. sorry. Like let Luke. He called him a millennial F word. Yeah. He it's weird because Mike has these cool moments where I'm like, wow, he's so personable. He seems like someone I could get along with, really sweet. And then he says like really, really judgy things yeah. to the point of just like reminding me like maybe he's a little straight edge here. I mean, it's hard because he's talking about Luke P, which I don't like. So right. it's like I don't wanna knock him necessarily because I'm like, yes, he is not a good guy. Yeah. But the way you're going about it is only digging your hole deeper. Like, Mike Johnson, just let these boys figure it out. You stay here. She trusts you. She picked you over Cam just last week. Like, you're in good graces with her. I don't think you need to go further. He even said it in his ITM, like, there's situations about Hannah that just make me feel like I need to step up and protect her. It's like, maybe if you're her man, yeah, but you're not You're not her, just her man yet, and I don't think she needs you to protect her in this situation. I think she needs to decide if these guys are right for her, and you need to be there to comfort her after her, just like Pete did, Peter did, mm-hmm. right? Or yep. Grant at the end of the night, or no, it was Garrett, sorry, who came and gave her a kiss. Yeah. And lighten the mood, you know what I mean? That's your move, not this. Yeah, well, stay out of it. Let's talk about Garrett's moment during the group date, then. Renee's soap team Garrett here. I like everything about Garrett except watching him kiss on screen because it's <laughs> honestly I'm like, oh, but you can learn how to kiss better. That's what I that's what I'm telling myself because I really think Garrett's a cutie and they they could be good together, but like yeah. what is with the pulling in and the quick pull outs every time? This show really exposes if you can kiss though. Like, yeah. back, like it's just HD cameras. Oof. Well, Garrett made some moves. He finally opened up, and Hannah really wants to like Garrett. Mm-hmm. Did he? But I, he said, "I'm crushing on you hard." Okay, that's the for that's, him. It is. That's his big leap. I don't know if he's necessarily the most emotionally in touch guy, which is okay. He seems more like a. That's why he hasn't gotten a one on one yet. Right, but I think Garrett's probably a good dude. <laughs> I just think Hannah and Garrett both know that on paper they'd be great, but I don't ultimately see them running super far because yeah. I don't know. I just you know I think. What do you think, Renee? 
I think you're, we're going to have to wait for a one-on-one for them because yeah. a lot of the times, like when we get these little moments, we don't see if there truly will be a connection. This was Jason Tartik. Kind of. I feel like we didn't see the real Jason yes, connection until yes, later. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Because I genuinely cannot tell you whether or not that, because I, I do think that's a good point. Like, does she just want to like him? Because obviously mm-hmm. I'm on paper they'd be good together. Or is there a connection there that we will see on a, one, a one-on-one? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's super cute, and I really like how he's handled himself thus far. So I'd like to see if that connection's there. Speaking of connections, uh, Peter the pilot, speaking of someone who knows how to kiss... <laughs> They have, some, they have some hot chemistry. It's funny because if I'm being super honest, sometimes I feel like Peter's kind of like a goofy little boy. He's but so then cute. when they kiss, it's there's the some some real chemistry. It's, it gets kind of hot. Yeah. I love, you know, you know I love Pete. Yeah. My pilot Pete. He's super cute. I think they definitely have good chemistry. I thought it, if it were anyone else... The moment when he asked her to be his girlfriend, I would have been cringing the yes. whole time. But, I was, but part of me was cringing, part of me was like, Pete! That's so cute! <laughs> yeah. Would that line work Mike's on like, you? Nah. Nah, really. That was kind of cheesy. Well, let's go what worked. Would it have worked on you, Christine? Um, it would have. I'll be honest. Yeah, <laughs> it probably would. <was. laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it really it worked on her. She was like, real. That was a good move on his part. It makes sense to me that it worked on her. <laughs> I, I see it working it. on her. She kind of lost her breath, though. Like, she I feel did. like it's. We actually don't see Hannah get. Um, we've seen her get kerfuddled a couple times, and that was one of them. Was when Pete asked to be her little boyfriend. Her boyfriend. That was um, cute. Along with the 14 other dudes. Along with the 14 other dudes. They kept bringing that up. It's not even like they can really pinpoint a day for later. Do you remember week four on The Bachelor? <laughs> That's right. Like, there's no date. This is just in, like a random, and I asked you to be my girlfriend. Mm. I think it's because like lines aren't necessarily the game that I play, so it doesn't really, when I see it happening, it kind of skeeves me out. And do you know who's full of lines? Is Tyler C. Yeah. Oh, Tyler. And Tyler C. and her went on a lobster fishing date. Yeah. Basically, this was um, unused footage from the Deadliest Catch on Discovery Channel is what I had gathered. Um, I I can tell she really likes Ty. This is an example of someone who, even if I'm not a huge fan, he seems great for Hannah, so I'm happy for them. I still think Tyler's kind of full of it. No, I believe Tyler this episode. Did you? Uh, yeah, skeptical Renee actually believed Tyler being vulnerable for, or not me being vulnerable, but um, comforting her because there's it said a lot about him where he. I mean, it could have been if he was insecure, it could have been a really awkward moment of like, "Whoa, That's do you true. even want to like go on the date?" But he immediately started comforting her, mm-hmm. which in that moment, I think any of us, that's all we would want. And I really liked the way he was like, "You're gonna find your person." I like that he wasn't like, "It's gonna be like I'd like it to be me," but he's not like, "It's gonna be me at the end." Like he's like, "You're trust me, you're gonna come out better at the end of this, and you're gonna find your person." And it was just very sweet, and. I feel like after that moment when he kind of like put his walls down and just like went to comfort her, the story about his dad, I fully believe it then because when it's something about like you're, I mean, God, his dad who was sick watching The Bachelor with him and being like, Hannah, she like, she seems like your girl and that's in your head and you have like your dad, like I get it and I I believe it. I genuinely believe that he wants to build that connection with Hannah, and I do see it there. And I think this was the first time Hannah started to take Tyler seriously. I think she was expecting a like a comedy date where she was like, "Well, it's going to be good for TV. I probably won't give him a rose." He's like, you know, and then she like started to feel something. She she acknowledged that too. That she was like, "I'll, I'll be honest, I wasn't. I don't know what to think about you, but it was refreshing. It definitely warmed me up to Tyler C as well. And I think that is." 
I think that's more of his true nature than the grandiose kind of personality he puts on yeah. and the lines. Because to the your point, the story he shared about his dad, I think he's the kind of guy who likes that moment to kind of step up and be the ter- uh, caretaker. And that was the perfect moment with Hannah. Like, honestly, nailed it. Yeah. Absolutely necessary. Yeah. Because that's what we were saying. Sorry. No, you go. I'm I'm the different one here, so you go. I think the whole time, the whole show, he's been speaking in one-liners. And I've been waiting to actually hear something from him other than, like, great sweater, girl. It looks Mm -hmm. good on you. Stuff like that. And then finally, and I believed his story 100%. It seemed completely sincere. Really endeared me to him. And I thought he did a great job. I felt like 20% of the date he did that. The rest of the date, he was saying things like, yeah, I can whip a little something-something up for you because I'm a big-time griller and a big-time chiller. You're crushing that outfit, and you're dangerous in black. You need a man to fight. Take you off a ledge, and I'm going to fight. It's just hard. I Little by little. Give him a little bit. He got a little bit out of it, at least. Yeah, for I just, a little Anyone bit who earnestly Aww. says I'm a big-time griller and a big-time chiller, I'm just like, you can't live your life speaking in slogans from the late 60s. Like He really does, though. It's tough. I think that's how he talks. Like, I don't think yeah. he's putting on an act. Like, we know, um, J- uh, oh, God, John Paul Jones. Like, yeah. that's a bit of an act. He knew he was coming on to play a character. Right. We get it. We appreciate it. We know who, who his part to play. I, I think this is Tyler, and I stand by that. I really think he, this is who he is. I think she knows that. I think she gets a kick out of it. But knowing he also has, like, a deeper side where he will, you know, he has this relationship with his family. The whole thing with his dad, how he, like, stopped for a second. It's like, hang on, this is, like, hard there's there's more to Tyler, uh, but I do think he's also being genuine. So it's like that's it what just, you get. <laughs> maybe for me, it would just be exhausting, and so it's probably that's, one of those things. Yeah. I just have yeah. to separate myself from whatever Hannah wants. You know, it just it gets under my skin, and I really really appreciated him for telling that story. But if I'm being so so honest, which is our job on this podcast, even the way he told that story felt a little like he had scripted it or written it out. The way he... Really? What? A little bit, personally. Oh, I disagree. I don't think he wanted to talk... His brand is not like, let me get sympathy for that. Like, he... I think he genuinely was like, well, I'm going to tell you the story because I I want you. I want her to feel better and also, like, know about me. It felt real to me. And I felt something. I think he did a good job of just reading the room and staying in tune with her. That, like, I think he did give a lot of those one-liners, but that's just in his nature, but also took the time to, like, bring his energy down to where she was at and I think that's important. Yeah. I, I wish I agreed with you guys. Another thing I look for is the ratio <laughs> of um of talking to listening. And he really talks a lot more than he listens. Even mm. like he kept going on and on and he's like and I'm here and if there's a ledge I'll be there and we'll go to the mountaintop together and at the mountaintop we will sing together and we can do this and I just was like I don't I don't know. I, I hope you're the kind of person who also listens and doesn't just He's a human motivational poster. Yeah there's something that, I don't know and I that's fair. Uh either way that's just how I feel and I I think he's going far, and I don't know. It's just maybe not to my taste. They did go see Jake Owen, and the audience knew every word. They sure did. This felt like a good... On the spectrum of mm-hmm. awkward one-on-one concerts, this felt like it was on the less awkward end. So, hundred percent victory. This is when I said it's moments like these that make me feel single. Like whenever I oh, yeah. feel like, oh yeah, I'm alone in life. It's when like if there's a true connection, and this was one of the moments. I thought it was super cute. Definitely. Well, we do have some news to get to, so let's go ahead and move on. Well, <laughs> thanks for the cue. Obviously, we've been talking a lot about Luke P and his intentions, and he's very well aware of the national conversation happening around him. He is the biggest villain thus far on the series. Uh, He actually posted on Instagram a selfie of him and Hannah on the show, 
And he addressed everyone's concerns in the captions. I'm going to try and read through it really quick. He says, I want to just address the elephant in the room here really quick. First of all, I want you all to know how hard it is for me to watch myself back this season thus far, regardless of what is aired. And if Alabama, Hannah, and I are together, my behavior in all situations has been and will continue to be exposed. I have learned a lot, and I'm continuing to learn about my flaws as a man. I'm the first to admit I'm far from perfect. This journey has given me a great opportunity to grow and mature as a man, and for that, I am grateful. And he thanks everyone for being on this journey and learning from his mistakes with him. So. Look at Renee. Does, Podcast listeners. Did he win? Do we think he won based off did of this? Did his publicist be like, listen, Luke. <laughs> he, he Either he won. I, now I think he might have won. Because that's. I, I don't. I think he's going home soon. You think so? Yeah. I think that there's one big blow up left for us to see. And yeah. I think he's getting ahead for of it sure. right now. Yep. Absolutely. Um, second piece of news is Tyler G finally addressed slash non addressed the rumors about his mysterious exit from the show. Um, if you guys have been keeping up with me, I posted on my Twitter a link to a Reddit thread that was exposed claiming that he was a misogynist and outlined a very big blow up fight that he had with an ex that resulted in him spitting on her <gasps> and leaving her. So Tyler spoke to Refinery29 and basically said addressing totally unsubstantiated rumors. Sorry, I'm going to start that over. Addressing totally unsubstantiated rumors posted to Reddit from an anonymous account seems imprudent. I feel that even addressing them gives them some sort of attention, but I continue continue to have faith in my journey and purpose for everything that's happened to me in life. Goes on to say that he's a good guy and that the rumors have no merit, so... Yeah, because he's relevant enough for someone to go on Reddit and make an account to bash him. I mean, you're gone already. I've forgotten about you. And the last piece of Bachelor news <laughs> is Raven Gates and Adam Gottschalk, Gottschalk are engaged. So, And Ari and Lauren had their baby. Did we talk they about that did. last week? Oh, yes, they welcomed their baby girl. Alessi. I'm glad we're ending on that news because the tea is hot today, you guys. (laughs) Um, Normally we do our Tweeting for the Right Reasons segment right now, but we do not have the internet, so we will not be doing that tonight. But um, each of us will retweet a Bachelor tweet we love, and we would love you guys to hop on there. Quick predictions. Luke P., here's our prediction for the week. After Buzz TV predictions. Let me know. Luke P. and Luke S. both going home next episode. Neither going home next episode. Luke S. only going home next episode. Luke P. only going home next episode. I think neither of them. Okay. Neither of them. Luke S. goes home. Luke S. goes mm-hmm. home, I think. Um, all right. We mentioned our Twitters earlier, guys. <laughs> we will be retweeting things. And if you want to see what we did retweet and talk to us and engage with us, we would love it if you guys could do that. You will do that for me at my Twitter, which is Jeffrey C. Graham. And you can do that for me on Twitter at Christine Bean with three E's. Hit me anywhere at Mike Feeling. And you guys can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel and on YouTube at Renee Ariel. And once again, guys, we apologize that the chat wasn't here tonight. It'll be back next week. We did miss you guys. But comment down below because we're always in those comments. And uh, y'all have just as many opinions as we do, and we love you for it. So we'll see you next week here on The Bachelorette After Show. And thanks for tuning in. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only. do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 